The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house. Sideline. Pylon. Touchdown. And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. And head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. I believe our new shipment of hats is coming in December 27th. Monday after Christmas, of course. So check out puntandpass.com. That merch will be re-uploaded. And Aaron, I'll get you some too. I know you always get mad at me. I have to buy them. I have to wait. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I just want I just want the hat. I just want one hat. They just don't fall off trees, on, bro. I just want to rock the hat on South Beach. It's all massive. Okay. For Hashtag supply chain. Puntandpass.com. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app if you have not already. If you use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Our Thanksgiving contest award winner for dinner with Aaron and I on the Prize Picks tab. To be determined, they are having a little bit of technical difficulties. Jordan Gold, our partnerships lead over at Prize Picks, said, Guys, I'm sorry, I'll get it to you next week. So, a little Christmas gift giveaway next week. We'll get you who won the dinner contest giveaway from Thanksgiving week with our prize picks partnership. So head on over to prize picks. Look, man, we got Thursday night football tonight, a great matchup. Chiefs chargers bowl season kicks off this weekend. NFL playoffs are right around the corner. NBA, NHL soccer. Dude, there's so much action. You can 10 X your entry. It's the best five pick cross sport entries. You already know right now. Prize picks is daily fantasy simplified. They are the best. Use the promo code punt. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100, prizepicks.com, or download the Prize Picks app. Aaron, first things first, a little bit of housekeeping before we dive into what was a crazy early National Signing Day, some more entries into the transfer portal, some decisions have come out of the transfer portal. I did the random drawing from our YouTube subscribers, and I have the first two names that I drew. I drew six names because I figure people might not golf. Some of these names might not be listening to our podcast anymore for any specific reason. So I have two names, Aaron, that I can announce from our YouTube subscriber raffle to play golf with Aaron Murray and I. Would you like me to start, Aaron? Let's go. All Come right. On. I would like a drum roll. Uh, Dan Matthews, if you're listening from 680, throw in, an, throw in a drum roll, please. I know you just listen. I do all the work. You do nothing except put French ads on our on our podcast. I don't know what the hell that's all about, but 
Drum roll, please. Here are the first two names for the punt and pass golf round giveaway. Number one, Drew Richardson. Great name, Drew Richardson. If you're listening, email us, puntandpass at gmail.com, or hit us up on YouTube, comment on a video. Drew Richardson, you are number one to come play golf with Aaron and I. And number two, Brandon Garner. Brandon Garner. So Drew Richardson and Brandon also, Garner. Also email us your handicaps so we can figure out who's on whose team. That please. would be helpful as well. Drew Richardson and Brandon Garner from our YouTube subscriber giveaway once we eclipsed 1,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. Everybody said just do a raffle instead of picking the 1,000. That was great feedback. Drew Richardson, Brandon Garner, congratulations. You have until next Thursday. That would be December 23rd to let us know. And then I'm going to the next two names on the list. I drew six, so – Drew Richardson, Brandon Garner, congratulations. You're coming to play golf with Aaron and I if you want to, which is be awesome. Let's dive into this thing, Murray. Signing day insanity. Um, I know you've been on SEC radio all morning. Obviously, mm-hmm. the biggest news breaking was that Travis Hunter, the number one recruit in the nation from right in our backyard, Collins Hill High School in Suwannee, Georgia, had been committed to Florida State for better part of a year. There were some rumblings that he might flip to the University of Georgia on signing day. And then yesterday morning, before he made the announcement, the rumors on the message board on social media were coming out that Deion Sanders, that's right, Coach Prime, down at Jackson State and HBCU, was coming in to snag the number one recruit in the nation, and that's exactly what happened. Travis Hunter flips on signing day and will sign with Jackson State. Your thoughts? I know social media went haywire yesterday. Um, I love it. I love it. I, I love it too. I, I just want to know, you know, one, what, what's the, the payment from Barstool? Was so do it, you believe it? that that is it? No, I don't okay. think so. I, I listen, I think he's going to get something. I don't know if he's going to get being sure. paid $2 million. Um, I got a bunch of salty, salty Florida state buddies who I was rubbing it in their face a little bit yesterday. And they're, you know, one of my, one of my good buddies is like, we need to unretire Dion's jersey and give it to the worst DB on the roster. I like that idea. It's kind of a middle finger back to Dion for stealing this top recruit because we need it. Uh, rough day for Florida State. They lose their OC. Obviously, the the OC was not the play caller. Head coaches, but still, you lose a guy on yeah. the coaching staff. You lose the number one recruit in the country. Not a good day to be a Seminole. But go- hey, listen, when you're going through recruiting, there's some things you want to look at. The, the coaching staff, who you're going to work with. Yeah. Who are you going to be around? Is the guy ready to develop you and take you to the next level? Dion's the best, man. He was the best to ever do it. Yeah. Why would you not consider being coached by the best cornerback of all time? He's a heck of a coach. They had 10 wins this year. He can win. He can recruit. Uh, entertaining. You're going to get some sweet endorsements. I guarantee you oh, that. Yeah. I think it's a great move by the kid. I absolutely love it. Shake it up. Have some fun. Dion dancing all the way to the bank, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. No, I mean, what a it really was like a landmark day. I mean, it has yes. been years and years and years and years since the HBCUs, the historically black colleges and universities, were getting the top players in the nation. They used to, right? And they could switch it back up. Like Travis Hunter said, you know what? I'm taking a risk. I'm making the jump. I'm going to go play for Dion down at Jackson State rather than Florida State, rather than the University of Georgia, rather than wherever. He's going to go be with Coach Prime. It was reported, and, and you know Twitter went up in flames, Barstool Sports, millions of dollars. Who the hell knows? And even if it did happen, ain't nothing going to happen except the kid's going to get paid. They'll create mm-hmm. some awesome endorsements. I guarantee you there will be some documentaries around it. He is going to make 
bank, as he should, okay, as he should. Now, this is my other thing, right? We are living in a day and age of college football where you can take these risks, okay? Travis Hunter can go to Jackson State. He can make his money. He might get hurt. We hope not. Deion Sanders might leave next year and take a D1 job. He would hope not, that being Travis Hunter. If those things do happen, Travis Hunter, next February, can call Kirby Smart and say, hey, Coach Smart, you know, Jackson State, I wanted to try it. It was pretty interesting. Would love to see if you have a spot for me in Athens. What do you think Kirby would say? Uh, yes, sir. Come Let's on, go. right on Come down on. Millage on. Avenue. That, that is just the, the nature of the game that we are living in right now, and it's not a bad thing. It's just new. So everybody needs to wrap their head around it. Everybody needs to accept the fact that this is where we're going. You got coaches making 15 mil a year. You got Deion Sanders down at Jackson State. You got the number one recruit in the nation flipping on signing day from Florida State. Deion's alma mater to Jackson State to go play for prime. And then you have the usual suspects dominating the team recruiting rankings, depending on where you look. Rivals.com had Alabama 1, Texas A&M 2, Georgia 3. 247sports.com had Texas A&M 1. Alabama 2, Georgia 3, 4 and 5 were Ohio State and Texas. It's the same as it's always been, right? So these top players are continuing to go to the top schools. Why? Facilities, resources, history, coaches, now NIL, now all these new things that are coming into the fold. And I think you said something really important, Aaron. As somebody with perspective, as somebody who's done this before, you've said it many times here on the podcast. If Dan Mullen would have stayed at Florida, you probably would have been a Florida Gator. He went to Mississippi State. You kind of started to look around a little bit more. You decided on the University of Georgia. How lucky are you, looking back, that you had Coach Rick and Coach Bobo for four years, for five wow. years? That's unbelievable. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's unheard security. of. You want, you want to know that you're going somewhere, especially in our time when you couldn't the, the flexibility as you alluded to, to, to be able to transfer. Like if your coach does leave and you're ticked off, then just pick up and leave yourself. And yeah. you, you, have, you have that ability now. So there's so much more assurance for players uh, to feel like they are a little bit more in control of the situation, which is, which is why the rule was made. Yeah. To make sure that these players are still in control because coaches can pick up and leave whenever they want and leave you in the dust. And you're kind of just sitting there like twiddling your thumbs, like what, what the crap, man. Yeah. You sat in my living room you know, a year ago promised me all these great things. And then now you're gone. Like that, that it just, it ain't fair. So yes, players are a little bit more control. I love it. Um, the sec though, once again, we are an sec mainly podcast yeah. here. We do, we do dot touching a lot, but A&M one, I'm just going to go on 24 seven, A&M one, Alabama two, Georgia three, Texas will be joining the sec soon. Oh yeah. Number Good point. five. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oklahoma, number 10. Joining the SEC soon. Kentucky at yeah. 11. Missouri at 12. Tennessee at 14. Auburn, 16. LSU, 18. Arkansas, 19. I mean, yeah. I think I think, I think, think it's 11 of the top 20 are SEC schools, and that's including Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. That's but impressive. Kentucky, baby. How about Kentucky flexing? Stoops doing his thing. Eli at Missouri. Doing his thing. I know that the big boys are still the big boys, and A and M jumping to the number one is great. But the fact that we're seeing some of these other SEC schools really making a jump to being a little bit more competitive to to feel better teams, I, I absolutely love it. And I love the fact that A and M is one a little bit different than than just Georgia or Alabama at the top spot according to twenty four seven Sports. And good thing Jimbo 
was a man of his word. He said, why the hell would I leave? Yeah, I'm about very to have true. Elite recruiting classes. And, Great point. And maybe getting a big transfer of Max Johnson here soon, too. Is that what you're hearing? Well, his brother committed to A&M. Gotcha. I think that's, I mean, if I'm That Max was the tight Johnson, end? Is that the tight end? It's the tight end. Yeah. If I'm Max Johnson, there's two schools I'm leaving for. Ole Miss or A&M. You think Max could sling it around in Lane's offense? Yeah, God. Sit back there and just. I just think eat. obviously I think the I, you also have to throw into why would you not want to go sling it around with your brother? Oh, that'd be a blast. Be a freaking awesome time. That would be an absolute. So blast. I mean, not only do you have the number one um, recruiting class out there, you may also get one of the top transfer portal quarterbacks as well. And let's not forget his last game versus A and M his little tryout for possibly his new head coach, Max Johnson was 22 of 38, 306 yards and three touchdowns. That'll do. That will do. You know, you mentioned take him. I think Jimbo would take, I think he would too. That's a great idea. Um, Yeah, that, that would be a fascinating transfer. Another one that happened. We'll get to in just a little bit. Spencer Rattler after Monday's episode, I go, he ain't going to the SEC. Literally, we post the podcast an hour later. It's like Spencer Rattler, South Carolina. Okay. I mean, as is per usual with a punt and pass drop. But you mentioned about the SEC just dominating the recruiting. If you took a recruit to Athens, Georgia, or Gainesville, Florida, or Oxford, Mississippi, or Knoxville, Tennessee, the third week of February, and you took that same recruit to Columbus, Ohio, Ann Arbor, Michigan, East Lansing, Michigan, the third week of February. I would just be hard pressed to say, buddy, where do you want to spend the next four years of your life? Yeah. Okay. Or next one, next eight months, how, however hell long they take now. But, you know, go walk down Millage Avenue if it's 60 degrees in February. Go play around a golf, right? Go hang out downtown. You are bundled up inside, gray, cloudy, cold, nasty. Those things matter, I think. I think, mm-hmm. you know, the SEC, it's just there's nothing better than the SEC from fan perspective, from actual football, facilities, resources, weather. That's why these teams continue to dominate. And there's no wonder why schools like Texas and Oklahoma wanted to jump in, and they will be very soon. But it's How about, more how about the Texas A&M and Texas, though, with just all the NIL? And, and obviously we've seen yeah. how that's so important. Yeah. I mean, money, money, you can't hide money, and you can't hide Texas money. No, you cannot. They you got a lot of it. You cannot hide that Texas money. And, you know, we'll see if it actually means things. I think Lane Kiffin had a really good quote. Lane Kiffin said, hey, you know what? This is the new day and age. I just hope these kids get what they're being promised because there are no contracts, right? Hey, come here to X university. You will get Y. If a kid is not getting the right type of advice and he falls into that trap, maybe he makes a hasty decision, doesn't get what he wants, then he's up and out, and he kind of sold himself short. Jimbo Fisher had the best quote on Feinbaum. He laughed out loud when Feinbaum was like, what do you make of all this NIL influence on a signing day? Jimbo laughed and goes, it's the same thing that's always been happening. Now we're just doing it out in the open, right? He just essentially said, guys, we've been having to deal with this for years and years under the table. NIL has brought this above board. There is still no regulation or uniformity from the NCAA, which is allowing certain states and certain schools to play by their own rules. That is where the disadvantage may or may not come in. And when you're seeing a school like Jackson State say, hey, let's do something historic. Let's go get Travis Hunter. Again, I have no idea what he's making or what his guarantees were. Good for him. And if it doesn't work out, again, good for him. He can up and transfer, right? Or if Dion takes a big, high-profile job, he can just go with Coach Prime. 
that's the nature of the beast. Yep. That's what we're living in. Welcome and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just new version new. of college football. And I'm not, I don't hate it. I'm with, I think you don't either. According to kind of what you've been saying right now, I, I don't hate it. Listen, it, it it's, it, it, it gives us one thing. It gives us entertainment 24, seven, 365. Yep. There's never, you remember last off season, like, man, you know, crazy year, COVID year, games getting canceled, games getting rescheduled. We're just trying to make it through the season. It's finally the off season. Everyone can just sit back, go on vacation, and relax. Yeah. No, it no. was a crazy ass off season. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is the new norm, man. You're going to get headlines. Like my, my headlines I get from CBS every day, we get like a, an email with all the top headlines that you go through. Dang, put me off season. It's pretty dead. Not anymore. Like call the college football, you know, yeah. area is, is just like jam packed. Just as jam packed as it's ever been. I can only imagine. Like it's middle of the season. It's the best. Yeah. College football is the best. You know what else is the best? Prize picks. And we have an awesome guest coming up right now on the podcast. It's a special guest because I want to deliver. We want to deliver for our listeners. So we have Bobby Landerman joining us. Bobby Landerman is the lines maker for prize picks. His official title, Aaron, data analyst and quantitative risk management. We're going to talk to Bobby right now, and we're going to check in with him so he can provide you, punt and pass listeners, with where the biggest exposure is and where Price Picks' biggest liability is heading into bowl season, heading into the NFL late season and playoffs. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. So here it is. I talked with Bobby. He's letting you know what to look for on the Price Picks boards so you can 10x your entry and make hay over on Price Picks. Check this out. Bobby Landerman joins us now on Punt and Pass. Okay, joined by a very, very special guest on this episode of Punt and Pass. Of course, this episode is presented to us by our awesome partners over at Prize Picks. And I'm wearing my Santa hat right now if you're watching on YouTube. The reason for that is because I want to bring our listeners some gifts. So we have Bobby Landerman on from Prize Picks. He's a lines maker. His professional title is data analyst and quantitative risk management. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk to Bobby about how we can find some value on the Prize Picks board heading into bowl season, late NFL season, NBA, PGA Tour golf, NHL hockey. We've got so much action 
We want to bring on the pro to tell us where we should be looking in order to win our prize picks entry. So, Bobby, thanks very much for joining us. How are you, my man? You're doing well. Thank you for having me. Really excited. Awesome. Awesome. We're excited. We've had an awesome season of punt and pass bowl season kicks off this weekend. I know you're hard at work right now to create these lines. And, and if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, prize picks has been an awesome partner of ours and it's always been fantasy point props. Now this season, the single stat prop came into the fold. Just awesome for everybody that plays on prize picks, promo code punt, you get a 100% deposit match, obviously. Tell us how that really affected your job. Obviously, you're on the data side. You still do the fantasy point projections, but the single single stat props, man, that's really taken off. It's exciting. Uh, the single stat addition this season has been really huge for us, also really big for uh, our users. I mean, just generally when you're thinking about it, what's more exciting, having to calculate each you know, play, calculate how many fantasy points they're getting, trying to see if they're going over, under, or just being like, okay, I have someone over 0.5 rushing touchdowns. You you know you're good as soon as they get it. You don't have to pay yeah. attention to anything else. It makes things a lot easier. Uh, in terms of our side on the lines making, I mean, when we had to do fantasy score, we were generally keeping all of that stuff into, you know, taking into all of that into account. So it doesn't change too much. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a lot more things to look at, a lot more things to add. Um, but I think it's really just a massive upgrade for the for our users, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we love it. We talk about it every Thursday episode on Punt and Pass. Um, and I would like to get a little bit of your background. You are a conflicted guy. You're probably like the worst enemy we've ever had on the podcast. You went to undergrad at Florida. You got your master's from Georgia Tech. Now you're working for our boy Adam Wexler over at Prize Picks. Was was sports gambling, uh, fantasy sports, always kind of the direction you wanted to take? Because it is so hot right now. There's so much excitement in the industry. You got to be loving what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's definitely super fun. I mean, really, my background is more of uh, on the engineering side of things. I kind of uh, got my uh, undergraduate from Florida in nuclear engineering. Got my master's from Georgia Tech in mechanical engineering. So wow. really, nothing related uh but i was living in atlanta playing on prize picks and a buddy of mine and we got reached you know we reached out to prize picks wondered if they were interested you know just something while i was getting my degree and uh just kind of went from there moved into more sports moved into all sorts of things and so the industry is super hot right now i'm loving it a lot of fun a lot of great people involved good for you yeah smart guy nuclear engineering and mechanical engineering that's that's pretty impressive i don't know how adam was able to con you to work for prize picks but obviously he did a pretty good job. Okay, now let's talk to our audience and, and give them some valuable tips as bowl season is heading into the full swing. NFL playoffs are right around the corner. Again, all major sports are playing right now. Let's stick to football, though, okay? Where is the value? I've always liked playing NFL first half, okay? I've seen a lot of success with that. Um, I like to play some rushing yard totals for quarterbacks, especially the more mobile guys. When you see those in the first half, you feel like you can, you know, get an, a, a third down quarterback scrambles. You're good to go. You got one entry hit. I also know this. Okay. When you start playing around on prize picks and you put the five pick parlay together and then you see the 10 X multiple, you're like, I want to do that. It's tough to steer away from that, but oftentimes stick into the two to three play picks uh, that, that often shows the most value. Am I right there? I would say if you feel really confident about five picks, the five pick flex is definitely the way to go. Flex for but sure. Generally, it is it is tough to feel that confident about five picks. Uh, so we see a lot of people they'll stick to the two or three picks about guys they feel really confident about. 
Yeah. So uh, where do you get hurt the most? Right. I mean, I guess that's a great question to ask the lines maker. I listen to a lot of the sports gambling podcasts. I listen to uh, stations like VSIN or Sports Grid, and they've got lines makers on from Vegas. And they'll often tell you where their biggest exposure is, uh, where the public can often get a big win. Obviously, everybody loves to bet overs. Going into a weekend, what makes you nervous? These definitely make us nervous are the island games where, you know, like a Thursday night, Monday night, even Sunday night game where everyone is taking the, uh, picking the same players from the same games. You know, if we have a quarterback who just has an incredible game, all the receivers on their team are going to go over. And then the other team's receivers in, in return, they might have to be throwing them all a lot to catch up. And then you kind of have a, uh, you know, a correlation between all that. So that's the stuff that really um, we're, we're seeing the most exposure on. Well, speaking of Island games, we have one tonight and it's a divisional game. It's the chiefs versus the chargers, two high powered offenses, two quarterbacks who can sling it. So right now I'm looking at the NFL first half board. It's early on a Thursday morning and Patrick Mahomes projected 135 and a half passing yards in the first half. And Justin Herbert, 138 and a half passing yards. Now conventional wisdom would say, Hey, these two teams short week, they're not going to try to ground and pound it. They're going to let that quarterback sit back there and sling it around. So you would expect to see a ton of overs for games and half when it comes to quarterbacks and receivers in a matchup like this tonight. Uh, definitely today. Uh, I think that chiefs chargers, both these teams, uh, very high powered offenses. Mahomes definitely looking to bounce back kind of a rough season for him. Definitely some luck on some bad luck for him, but, uh, I mean, he's got all the talent. They've got all the receivers. Both these teams have very good receivers. Uh, and, you know, I would expect it to be a high-scoring game, especially in the first half. And I agree with you that there is definitely um, some value in segmenting the game, picking first half, because that's generally when you're going to see a lot of the scoring. And if it is a blowout, they'll slow down in the second half. But the first half, you know, they'll be – but pedal to the metal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much optionality too, which I find is where you can see a lot of the value like receptions. I mean, Tyree kills six and a half receptions tonight, Travis Kelsey, five and a half receptions. I mean, those are Mahomes' security blanket, you know, those little check down passes that allow those guys to get in space and then create those chunk yardage plays. Um, I might be hammering some overs tonight on prize picks. So those Island games, surely. And then even now in this part of the NFL season, where you're going to have two on Saturday, uh, price picks. Wow. Yep. Holiday season, trying to give it away. Talk about bowl season, you know, checking into these games, these matchups. I mean, I know you don't like Georgia. I know you hope Michigan whoops up on them, but what is your thought process in creating those prop totals when you're looking at this matchup against a team like Michigan with a great defense? Now that's the bowl game. The bowl season is probably the most uh, difficult from a lines making perspective, just because you have these matchups that you're not seeing in the, in the regular season. You're not seeing, I mean, even if we just look at like this week's games, you're not seeing a Western Kentucky versus app state. People are loving that Liberty versus versus Eastern Michigan. Yeah. These are teams that the caliber of these teams are not playing each other during the regular season. Uh, you're not seeing these types of matchups. So no one really has any clue what, you know, Liberty's offense is going to do to Eastern Michigan's defense. And so we have a lot of people taking uh, Malik Willis overs. We have a lot of people taking Bailey Zappi overs. I mean, a lot of people taking Chase Bryce overs, assuming that App State's going to have to be, you know, throwing the ball, have to be keeping up with that high-powered offense of Western Kentucky. It's just super interesting matchups. And then when you when you go into the, the other matchups, you know, like the playoffs, you know, you got Bama Cincy and you got yeah. 
Georgia, Michigan, that's, those are both exciting matchups. I mean, can Cincy keep up with Bama? I mean, Bama doesn't have Mechie, so they're missing some offensive firepower, but you know, it's, that's a tough matchup for Cincy. And then Georgia, Michigan, I think is probably the most exciting. That's the one I'm looking forward to because I feel like both those teams, very strong defensively, offensively passing the ball, not so much. I think it's going to be tougher for Michigan to ground and pound on Georgia Whereas I think Georgia's weakness is definitely their secondary. So uh, McNamara is going to have to have a really good game and uh, not sure who's going to be trotting in at quarterback for uh, Georgia yet. So I don't know if you know that, but no, I don't, I don't. I saw the yesterday, I think bowl practice started yesterday and I think Stetson was yeah. taking reps with the ones. I, uh, yeah. I think that's what was reported. So yeah. who knows? I mean, listen, we're hearing it from Bobby Landeman. Lines maker, data analyst, quantitative risk management from Prize Picks. He's letting you know what the public is playing. So you can either tail or fade. But bowl season sounds like there's some liability there from your seat, just looking into these matchups where you're not really sure how these teams are going to play against each other. So it's always a good time to head on over to Prize Picks. Question before we let you go Can you play on Prize Picks? Do you have an account or is that not allowed? I cannot play on Prize Picks. Oh, for for real money, I cannot play on Prize Picks. I can play for fun. I yeah. like to. Uh, Sometimes just play for fun just to see how I do against us. But alas, I cannot actually play. I figured that was the case. But, uh, you know, you can play for fun. We always play for fun. That's the number one reason, exactly. responsibly, responsibly. Well, Bobby, hey, thanks so much for spending time with us, man. If you have any more tips, feel free to email me, text me. I will pass along to our listeners. We all love PrizePix. You guys have been great partners of the podcast. Again, anybody can sign up, prizepix.com, download the PrizePix app, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Bobby, thanks so much, man. Have a great holiday. And let us know if you have any tips for us heading into bowl season in the NFL playoffs. Of course, really appreciate you having me. And go Gators. All right, take care. Go Gators. There you go, man. Great chatting with Bobby Landerman. Um, what a conflicted dude. Florida undergrad, Georgia Tech MBA, and uh, or mechanical engineering. I don't even know if that's an MBA. A master's in mechanical engineering. Way smarter than I'll ever be. And Adam Wexler stole him, got him over at Price Picks. But like he said, hey, an island game like tonight, Thursday night football, Mahomes versus Herbert, you're going to see a lot of over opportunity. And then going into bowl season, Aaron, a lot of these matchups where teams have never played each other, they're getting hammered on Malik Willis overs. They're thinking Bailey Zappi going to be over. Uh, and then looking towards the college football playoff, he's like, dude, Michigan ain't going to be able to run the ball on Georgia. Could Cade McNamara air it out? Probably not. He thinks Georgia will be able to run the ball on Michigan, though, so... Really good stuff over at Prize Picks. We love our friends over at Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com. Download the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. 100% deposit match up to your first $100. All right. Spencer Rattler announced that he's committing to South Carolina. Um, so did Oklahoma's tight end. His name is, I don't have it written down, the guy that essentially brought him along. I was listening to you on the radio this morning, and they said that the dad of the tight end like reached out to the tight end and said, hey, ask Spencer if he'd want to go too. Is that what happened? And then Shane yeah, Beamer called uh, him? Stogner, Austin Stogner. That's so right, his, yes. His dad reached out um, pretty much to Spencer's like, hey, you know, would you be interested? Would you want to check out South Carolina? We've been here. We love the coach. Uh, Shane Beamer's awesome. They need a quarterback. What do you think? And, you know, Spencer got on the phone. They did a couple, like, Zoom meetings. Like virtual visits. Yeah, virtual meetings, virtual visits. And he's like, yeah, why not? Let's go to the SEC. So... <laughs> Uh, any any nil deal that rattler gets stogner should get like a little finder's fee he should a little finder's fee broker the deal to get him to south carolina 
he needs to get something, and he better be a damn starter. Even if he doesn't earn it, you got to make him the starter at least for like the first quarter of the first Agreed. game. Agreed, yeah. 100%. No, that was groundbreaking news, though. Kind of caught everybody by surprise. It was just so funny, like in typical fashion, if you've been listening to the podcast, whenever we publish the podcast, like this will be published on Thursday afternoon, huge news will break immediately after we publish the podcast. And I said in Monday's episode, I was like, Spencer Rattler ain't going to the SEC. And, of course, he goes to the SEC right after we publish Dude, the podcast. I tell you what, the, the, the quarterbacks in the SEC next year. But Emory Jones is transferring, just got reported that he's entering the transfer portal. Aaron, does that surprise you at all, or was that expected? No, I think that was expected. I think Anthony Richardson is is is. I mean, the, the problem is too with Anthony is the injuries. So you just never know can he make it through a full season. Yeah. I just think Emory, with all the ups and downs this year, with all the fans clamoring for Anthony Richardson. Uh, with the fact that probably he would have been the guy if he could have stayed healthy. You're kind of like, man, I just need to move on somewhere, somewhere that wants me to be the starter. Yeah. Like, no one here wants me to be the starter. The only reason I'm the starter is because Anthony can't stay healthy. I think a good location for him could be if he wants to stay in the SEC. Well, there's two spots in general. I Let me guess, Florida, Ole Miss. No, 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 no. I, don't okay. think, I don't think Lane would take him. Uh, I think him. Florida State would be interesting if he wants oh, to stay in Florida. Oh, that would be really interesting. Because I don't think their quarterbacks are very good. Um, not saying Emory's a world beater, but I think he's better than what they have on Ross right now. And I think Auburn would be a good destination for him. Interesting. Interesting. If he wants to say SEC, I, I guess I, you know how I feel about, you know, the guy that Auburn has right now, you know, you lose Bo Nix. I don't think TJ is very good. It was also reported that Tank Bigsby is going to stay. So that was a win for Brian Harson. Uh, it looked like he was going to get punched in the face twice on Monday, but But just look at the quarterbacks though in the SEC next year. Georgia set, Kentucky set, Tennessee set, Missouri set, South Carolina set, Florida set, Alabama set, Arkansas set, yeah. State, A&M. I think they're going to get Max Johnson. They could be set. Um, and then, you know, we'll see the big ones, the big question. The only teams that really have question marks right now at quarterback, you know, Auburn, they got a guy they think. I just don't know how good he is. LSU, they got some guys on the roster. Eh. Um and Vanderbilt, but I mean, it's a pretty loaded. You think Max Johnson's an immediate upgrade over Haynes King? I do. I do. Yeah, I, I what do I too. saw from Haynes King in in his what one and a half games. Yeah, I didn't think Haynes was very good. Yeah, I think Max and and you've you've t- texted me a couple times watching him play too. I think Max has incredible talent. Yeah, and let's not forget this was his first year starting for sure. Like people like freak out like, oh my god, he's not that good. Like he's too inconsistent. This was his first year playing a full season just began, yeah. of collegiate yep. football in the SEC. Like, not everyone can be Bryce Young and <laughs> go out there and, and, and do that. Like, you have to understand, there's the, most guys take time to mature and develop. And I saw enough from his ability this year to say Max has a chance to be pretty darn special. Yeah. Um, just given time, I think he'd be a huge upgrade for AM if he was able to go there. I would agree with you, um, and I think that's a good one to watch. I guarantee you, once we post this podcast, Max Johnson will announce where he's going. Hopefully, it's to Texas A&M, and we're on the right side of that. Eli Ricks, former All-American DB from LSU, transferring to Alabama. The rich continue to get richer. Yep. Um, and again, like these high-profile guys, Alabama got a five-star wide receiver on signing day. They're looking at who's going to make me better, who's going to prepare me for the NFL. If you're a five-star wide receiver, why would you not go to Alabama right now? I mean, it's unbelievable what they're what doing position would you with the not, talent. If well, if, yes, that's if, a good if, point. If if you're any position and you want to transfer and get one more year or whatever, you get one free transfer, and Alabama is in need at your spot, you'd be stupid not to go there. 
What 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 position would you say no to? Kicker? Yeah, probably. Maybe? That's it. <laughs> That's because yeah. Nick Saban would say no to you. That's why. Yeah. Speaking of say, kickers, no, we don't need kickers. Speaking of kickers. Oh God. Big news last night. Breaking in the NFL. Let's go into the NFL a little bit. Speaking of kickers. Urban Meyer fired after 13 games as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Josh Lambeau, former kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know Josh. I've talked with him. I've played against him. He comes out in an interview and says, yeah, man, Urban Meyer's like crazy. The guy kicked me when I was stretching during a practice, you know, was early like in the season. Was it a hard kick? Was it a friendly kick? He like, said just- it was um, – he literally said in the interview, he goes, it was like a 5 out of 10. It wasn't like a little tap, and it wasn't like he just absolutely wound back and kicked the shit out of him. He goes, but it was like a 5 out of 10. And he said Urban Meyer walked over to him and said, make your effing kicks and kicked him. And Lambo supposedly looked at him and said, don't ever effing kick me again, okay? So all the smoke and mirrors, not even that, all the hoopla – around Urban Meyer in his very short tenure at Jacksonville, uh, not traveling back with the team, hiring Chris Doyle and having to fire him, um, signing Tim Tebow, drafting Travis Etienne in the first round, openly saying he wished he could have drafted Kadarius Toney, um, uh, the girl at his bar. I mean, it's insane. Then supposedly telling his entire staff they're a bunch of losers to now Lambeau comes out and says, this guy kicked me. He gets fired overnight. So Urban Meyer out as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, dude, it's they're 13 games in. I guarantee you, you want my lock of the week? Jacksonville Jaguars minus four against the Houston Texans this weekend. It's the toilet bowl. I'm pretty sure the game is in Jacksonville. Those guys are going to be so fired up that Urban's out. They'll play their best game, Jacksonville, by a million. I agree. And, and you know, one— the big talk early in the season is is, is 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 Urban trying to get fired so he can go take one of these jobs back in college. What college? What know, college team would want him? Like what? What parent can he sit in front of and say, "Hey, I'm going to make your son a better man and a better football player." My mom would be like, "Listen, first of all, my mom did this. One of the reasons I didn't go to Florida is my mom hated Urban. There you go. Hated Urban. Did not like him. Slime ball. Like you." are out at a bar with another woman grinding on you as you're trying to shove your thumb somewhere. <laughs> your, your wife is at home with the grandchildren. You are kicking kids. You are yelling at your own staff. Like what gives me any confidence that I should send my son to go be coached by you? So I, I don't know what, what football team, major football team would want him. And he's not going to like go to some place that is not a, a, a legitimate no. contender. Yeah. But no legitimate contender is going to want him. So I think his days of coaching college are over for, for, I think for a so little too. bit. And, uh, and, he, and then you watch Fox, and Fox is like 100 people on the desk right now. It's it's the most bizarre thing to watch. Have you seen Fox? Oh, their big noon kickoff? Yeah, they got like eight people on the desk. Yeah, I'm like, it's insane. It's, it's, it looks awful. I'm like, why do they have eight dudes on the desk all crammed in together? It's stupid. So they don't. there's no more room for Urban to get that job back now. Well, what credibility does he have even if he were to be on TV? Hey, I'll tell you this. Right now, open seat on punt and pass. Come on, Coach Meyer. Join the fray. You, me, and Aaron, we can yell at each other all day long. I don't know what he's going to do. The credibility hit that he has taken from the, 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 the public perception, is it repairable? I don't know. If he were to be on TV, Aaron, I'd probably turn it on just to listen to him just to yeah. see if I could sniff out all the BS that he's going to say. I don't know what he's going to do next. 
what a tragic ending for him. Two and eleven. Players hate him. He's kicking his own te- uh, kids. He's cussing out his own coaches. He's not flying back with the team, which I have never ever heard of in all my years of football, college or pro, ever. That is the most crazy thing I've ever heard of. You know, dancing with the chick at the bar. I don't know. Urban Meyer out. Where does Jacksonville go down? Who knows? But they better make the right hire. Crazy to think. Just four years ago, they were in the AFC Championship with a big lead against the Patriots. Can, 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 are, what, what, what are your thoughts on college coaches? Because obviously there's been some push for Ryan Day to be the next head coach of the Chicago Bears. And you just look at the history of college coaches that then go on to try to, 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 to have success at the NFL. And there's like only one that's had any yeah. kind of success. It was hardball. Yeah. But when he went to, to San Fran, like none of them have done anything. Like why it's would just, you want – it's so, so different. So different. Yeah, 100% different. Like what – some of these guys, the amount of money – one, the money in college is better for coaches. Oh, yeah. I know the recruiting I, – I would rather be a pro coach than an NFL coach. But, you know, you're getting paid a lot of money, and it is completely different. And you just look at the track record. None of them have success. I if know. Nick Saban can't have success. What makes you think you're going to I know. Success? So true. So true. But Urban Meyer, out at Jacksonville, we will let you know. Who they hire next. Fascinating storyline to follow. Absolutely fascinating. And the memes. Oh my God, the memes on Twitter, social media, undefeated. Undefeated. Aaron, have a great weekend, brother. Um, Christmas next week. We'll have two episodes for you next week. We'll recap some bowl stuff, touch on news and notes, let you know who won our prize picks Thanksgiving contest. Be sure to follow us on social media at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. He is at Aaron Murray11. Puntandpass.com. Download the prize picks app. Go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union 
where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.